Hey there, my friends. What's going on? It's Evan Transu, a.k.a. Health Coach Ev. I just wanted to hop on today for an off-the-air episode that's going to be super short, sweet, and to the point, but it is an important message nonetheless. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that this pandemic and the state of the world has an effect on our health. And I think it starts with the psychological side of things, as many diseases do and many sicknesses do. And it trickles down from there. And I wanted you to know that just because I'm a health coach or anyone out there is a health professional doesn't mean that we are immune to those things going on um, by any means. I had a practitioner that I was interviewing recently for a separate podcast, and she had shared, you know, that she felt like she got. I think she quantified it as like 5 to 7% worse or something like that. It was very specific, which for a health coach, though, is, you know, notable. I mean, that's not really the direction we ever expect to be going as, as health coaches or health professionals, right? We want to be going up, if anything, not 5 to 7% down. Um, she had gained a few pounds. She had been staying up super late and, you know, just making worse food choices. And I can totally relate to this because I've had my own experience with this during the pandemic. I've had days where I felt like really you know, unmotivated or down. And this was even early on in this. I was just like, what is going on, man? And I don't think I connected it so obviously in the beginning that a lot of the feelings that I was experiencing were to the circumstances. Um, and I'm not sure anything was enough to actually call it clinical. I, I don't think that would be technically fair to say. But nonetheless, I always talk about the differences between what I call circumstantial and non-circumstantial mental health issues, right? Non-circumstantial ones being stuff that didn't have a circumstance. You know, it kind of happened for seemingly no reason. And that's actually the boat that I fell into most of my life. And again, although the pandemic stuff, I wouldn't really consider it clinical, it has been super interesting to me because it's more of a circumstantial one, something I haven't really dealt with ever before. Um, Certainly, I've had circumstances that affected my mental health, but it was always in addition to non-circumstantial mental health issues that were already present, if that makes sense. This was a little different because I do pretty well on a daily basis, and then it's only these circumstances coming in and affecting my mental health and even physical health. And that's something else I wanted to talk about because it's kind of hard for people to make the connection between the physical health side of things, or excuse me, the mental health side of things and the physical health side of things. And what I noticed is, again, although it was nothing major, it's noticeable enough for me, is just getting breakouts that I simply don't get anymore. Like those aren't things that happened. And there's a few different factors that I've been able to contribute to this. Like, you know, even throughout the pandemic, I, I always love my work and my career, so I can't stop doing experiments and stuff. And I've been able to correlate it sometimes with like, all right, well, I was doing a little more keto than not. Um, so maybe that was that keto does um, increase our detoxification ability. And a lot of toxins are stored in our fat. So when we stop using fat for fuel, or when we start using fat for fuel, rather, we can actually push those toxins out. And one of the ways that toxins get out of the body can be through the skin, the skin can act as a detoxification organ. So that's one thing. Um, that could have happened. But I also noticed, like, I think it's correlated a lot with just general stress. And that general stress has led to some poor eating choices. Now, <laughs> for many, I don't know if they would consider this 
a poor eating choice per se because it's still my version of poor eating choices, right? Like we're still talking about generally organic stuff and that type of thing. But a poor eating choice is anything that, you know, we know doesn't serve us um, or we know is not going to lead to the best outcomes. We're trading a short-term pleasure for stuff that's going to lead to symptoms for those of us that deal with chronic health issues um, or maybe like excess weight, weight gain. Not that some weight gain is bad, right? We, we're always going to be fluctuating weight. That's We never want to get restrictive about that. Um, but, you know, we're, we're doing things that we know really aren't the best. And for me, I mean, I just had to reflect recently and I realized, wow, like you started eating large amounts of certain foods like dark chocolate, whatever. And I do mean like pretty damn large amounts. And I've always been able to do that. I love that food. But it was just something like, oh, I can get away with it one day. Oh, I'll go do that tomorrow. Go do that the next day. Go do that the next day. And it got to the point recently where, you know, I stopped doing that and I actually like felt not good. And when you eat the amount that I guess I was eating, I mean, there is caffeine involved. There's another uh, stimulant called theobromine. Um, that's in chocolate, especially dark chocolate, these things are concentrated in it, and that's what I'm eating in abundance of. And it is almost as if like my body like started to really use those things. There's like a little withdrawal from it, right? Like a minor thing, like a caffeine coffee type of withdrawal. But it was just remarkable to me to see, wow, what are you compensating for? Like, how did we fall into those bad habits, whatever? And clearly, that's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not trying to overplay anything that I'm experiencing by any means but you know like it is it's a bad habit and we get to bad habits for a reason um, and it can be when stress is happening and you know something like chocolate for example like we always choose these things that we're doing for a reason most people don't know chocolate first of all outside of the fact that it has stimulants in it like caffeine and the theobromine it also has other things in it it has phenylalanine in it um, and phenylalanine is a amino acid that converts into tyrosine, which is another amino acid, which converts into dopamine, um, which is a pleasure center type thing, or a, you know, part of our pleasure center in our brain. It is a very rewarding neurotransmitter. Um, chocolate can also have effects on serotonin, which is pretty fascinating stuff. But that's not the point, right? Because that might not be your thing. Like you might be having another way that this is affecting you. And I just wanted to get on here to let people know that that's all right, you know? I mean, things are going to happen. It's a pandemic. There's a weird state of the world. Um, there's a lot of different theories about what's going on and why it's going on. I don't have the answers. I don't know, you know, why all this is happening. It certainly seems some is politically driven, but it's hard to tell whether or not that's... Is that the core of it, right? Did it happen because of politics and that's really what's going on? Or did politics abuse something that would have happened anyway? I have no idea. Um, but let's be honest. You've heard theories both ways at this point. Um, you've probably heard 10 to 100 different theories that are not that at all, right? And so those things are stressful, especially when we see evidence that some people are indeed, you know, abusing this type of stuff. I think, uh, you know, I don't have to um, beat around the bush. I think we can address the elephant in the room. I don't think it matters what side you're on. I think everyone at this point can acknowledge that both major sides of the political spectrum in the United States of America did try to take advantage of the state of the world um, in this time. And that's very disgusting. And it just continues to add to the stress. 
You know, there, there's many different reasons that this is stressful, and that's just one of them. Um, the social isolation, not getting to do our activities, or even being in person, right? Even socializing, but it's not like a real socialization because, you know, you got to wear the mask, or you got to feel guilty, or whatever. There are so many things going on right now. For me, just as transparency, just so we're clear here, I just wanted to share that it is affecting me. And I want people to know that more or less to know that everyone's still human. Um, and even people that are really into this stuff like myself still have their struggles and, and problems with this stuff. It has led to a lot of stress. It has led to, again, skin breakouts that I wouldn't normally get, which is always kind of an annoying symptom to get again, but it is what it is. And finally, I mean, it's led to me for... It's, there's other reasons that this has come up um, for things that I'm working on in my life, but you know, it led to me working with a counselor for the first time in like six years. I haven't seen someone like that, maybe even in almost six and a half at this point. And that's okay, right? That's what's working for me. And I'm making steps forward and I recognize that and, and we're doing what we can. So I hope that this encourages you to be, just be like forgiving of yourself and not beating the heck out of yourself for anything that you're experiencing right now. Like, it's totally cool. We're all human. And the psychological stress that all of this has on us does affect our actions. Um, that doesn't mean we got to justify things. That doesn't mean we got to live in bad habits. We can recognize it, kind of forgive ourselves for it, and then say, all right, this happened. How do I get back? And how can I make some progress? And we're going to fall back when we do that progress. Right. So really what I always like to do, and this is something I always talk about with clients, is don't look day by day when you're on a health journey or really any journey. Look month by month. Because if you take all of January, for example, and you're trying to make progress, and then you look at all of February, well, by the end of February, you're going to see, okay, you know what, I was at a better spot than I was in January, almost certainly. Whereas if I start on a Thursday, and I go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on Monday, I look at what I did Sunday, and Sunday was just a really bad day, but Saturday was like an awesome one. It doesn't give a realistic impression of your actual progress and what you're doing. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I hope that makes sense. I hope that's clear. And I hope everyone's doing well out there. You know, drop a, you can actually send me voice messages. I don't know if you realize this, but on Anchor, um, anchor.fm slash the health coach of show. You can send me voice messages directly there. You can send me what's on your mind. Um, if you do that, I will maybe use your clip on the show, you know, and just let people know. Or I can kind of, if you'd prefer, just let me know. I could share something that you said in my own voice. And of course, we could keep the anonymity, anonymity of it all. That's a word you don't have to say every day, right? <laughs> but we could keep that anonymous, let's say. And it would just be cool. It'd be cool if people out there let each other know that um, we're all human and we're all going through our own things and that is completely okay. And maybe I don't get enough entries for that and I won't make that episode. That's fine. But I just wanted to throw it out there. I got nothing else more for tonight. I'm looking forward to the radio show on Wednesday the 27th. This is being recorded on January 25th, 2021. We're going to be interviewing Ryan Monahan. He's going to be talking about um, mold. And how mold can actually affect people's health. Really, really interesting topic. Something I'm still learning plenty about. And Ryan's a sharp guy. He is a clinical advisor for functional diagnostic nutrition. He has a very successful practice of his own. And he has a hell of a health journey, which we'll be talking about in summary on the show on Wednesday. So... Also, if you like these little episodes and you would like more messages like this, let me know because I'm thinking I might do some more stuff like this. I got, I, you know, I'm just obsessed with this work. So I have stuff running on my mind all the time and I have an awesome podcasting setup now. I got a new computer and it is so simple to get on here and just 
hook it up and get rolling and get chatting. So if you enjoy them, let me know. Finally, please, if you would be so kind, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and make sure to leave us a five-star review. Those things really do help. It very much helps us get information out there to people that don't know that this exists yet. That's really my biggest motivation with it because it is so crazy to me the world that I live in, where I feel like I could overcome any health challenge that comes my way. And then I remember that 90 to 95, probably even higher than that, I probably have a, you know, unintentional bias there that I don't even realize. Um, you know, let's say 95% plus still don't realize that this stuff exists and that there are different ways to approach health issues and that there is hope for even things that seem extremely grave. So you can help with that, you know, spread this information, share this stuff. Uh, rate the podcast. You don't even have to share my stuff. Just you know, share blogs. Like when you read something and you're in this space and studying it, make sure you are sharing the information so people can hear that. I will stop rambling though. I hope this message helps some people out there and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey everyone, it's Health Coach Ev here once again. As you can tell, I'm flying solo in the studio today, but I have a few questions for you. Are you listening to this show to better your own health? Have you tried changing your diet around, maybe seen some results, but aren't quite where you'd like to be? Are you tired of playing guessing games with which supplements to take or being told that your blood work looks normal, even though you certainly don't feel so normal? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I have an amazing opportunity for you. Right now, you can be coached by a practitioner certified by the exact same program that I always reference as being the main contributing factor to restoring my health, functional diagnostic nutrition. FDN practitioners are a part of a group of elite health professionals who are highly skilled at identifying healing opportunities that no one else has uncovered for you, which I can attest to myself. They use cutting-edge functional lab testing, and through these tests, they'll be able to show you the hidden causes of your chronic health concerns. For me, it was these FDN practitioners who were finally able to explain to me why I had dealt with over a decade's worth of mental and physical health symptoms and what I needed to do in order to truly heal my body. There is a very limited number of people that they can currently work with, and in fact, you'll have to hop on the wait list. Make sure you don't miss the next opportunity to work with one of these incredible professionals. Go to fdnthrive.com and click the Get Started Here button. That's fdnthrive.com and then click the Get Started Here button. Hey, David, how's it going? Not so great, health coach. Yeah, it's the holiday season. What? Shouldn't that mean you were merry and jolly? Well, I'd like to feel that way, but my family's coming to my house this year, and that means I'll have to deal with my... Dog Skippy jumping all over them as soon as they walk in the door. Oh, that old Skippy. Hey, I have just the solution for you, though. Have you heard of Eric Katz with Cat's Dogs Canine? Cat's Dogs Canine? Yeah, Cat's Dogs Canine. Eric Katz is a great friend of mine who has been in the dog business for years now. He offers doggy daycare, boarding, and training for Bucks in Montgomery County. The guy's got more five-star Facebook reviews than you can count, and he even won Best of Montgomery County for boarding and pet training. So you're telling me that Eric can get Skippy to finally stop jumping on people and embarrassing the heck out of me. You bet. I actually lived with Eric for a while and saw him fix issues like that in a matter of two to three weeks. The guy's a dog whisperer. Okay, okay, I'm in. Where can I find him? You can get in contact with Eric by heading over to catsdogsk9.com. Cats is spelled K-A-T-Z. That's catsdogs, the letter K-9.com. When you give him a call, tell him you know Health Coach Ev.